Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You but with good credits. Hey man, welcome back to another episode of Two Black Guys with Good Credit. I have my main man Terry here with me. What up, what up, what up? Good, good to see you, brother. Talking yeah. some more important things today. So let's talk about what do we believe it takes to be a successful entrepreneur. What is your first one, brother? So this is something that you've inspired me on. I've always been a hard worker, but you showed me what hard work really is. Really? Right, you gotta put in hours. Yeah. Right? This is the guy that's tough that like, yo, I'm up 6 a.m. I'm going to sleep 10, I'm sleeping in the car if I have to. To get to that next level, right, you really got to put in the time. Working hard and putting in long hours will yield great results. I don't know anyone who's been really successful that hasn't worked hard. I agree. Like, I always say this. This is what I tell everybody. You may be smarter than me. Terry, you may be faster than me. But nobody outworks me. That's my attitude. And I think, you know, I've seen in so many circumstances, like, just because you lack certain skills, if you're continuing to work hard and put in the hours, it'll catch up. It'll pay off in the long run. And so, like, you agree, you're agree, you right. I start my days, get up at 5.30. Like, this morning, actually, I slept and I missed my 6 a.m. fitness class, and I did the 7 a.m. But I was so pissed at myself that I missed the 6 a.m. <laughs> and I feel like I pushed my whole day back right. by an hour because I want to be up at 5.30, at the gym by 6.00 you know, knocking it out for an hour and then I want to be up to 11, 12 and start all over again every day. I think, you know, when I'm in New York and I'm working, I don't mind schedules. I think schedule, consistent calendar is good. And then, you know, I always tell people, this is my schedule is this. I don't take time off when I'm in New York City. That includes I work Saturdays, Sundays, weekends. I'd rather work every single day and then take four or five days off. And have a straight, real vacation. vacation. So that's what I do. I, I work 22, 23 days straight. Then I take four or five days off and I go away. And it works out to almost the same as most people because I don't take weekends off. Right. And, then, and I don't book my next trip until I get back from my current trip. Okay. Because then it motivates me again to like, okay, 20 days and I'm out. And I can work. I can grind it out. Right. 10, 12 hours for 20, 22 days. And then know that I'm going to be somewhere 
for four or five days to refresh myself. I love it because the refresh is important. You, you instead of taking these weekends off, we can waste time. Work, grind, I grind it, you it put up. The can, the, you put the not the can, the carrot. You dangle the carrot in front of you for twenty days. You need it. Motivates you grind me. Grind it out, right? Exactly. Exactly. One thing I want to just bring up before we move on that I love about your point, like you said, you may not have the you know the talent, the skills, whatever, but putting in the time, the cumulative effort adds up. You're going to beat the people. What's Kobe Bryant? The late, great Kobe Bryant had that quote, right? If you're sleeping, I'm working. When you're working, I'm working. I just was <laughs> reading a book on Muhammad Ali. And you know when he was training, when high school, there'd be a school bus that would pick them up and take the kids to school. Ali used to try to race the school bus to, get there. to, to beat it to school. Like yeah. He was always in training mode, you yeah. know? And nobody outworked him. If you look at successful people, the common denominator is, is their work ethic, you yeah. know, how hard they work. You know, as great as Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant were, they put in the time in the gym and they, and they worked. So, that, And I'm a true fan of that. You are not... I beg anybody to step forward and tell me they work harder than me. You're not going to outwork me. Tell you may be smarter, faster, stronger, all those things. I'll give it to you. But outworking me is not happening. Say with your chest. Let's move on. Second point here, having a strong sense of self-motivation. You got to believe. If you don't believe, how will other people believe? I tell people all the time when we you know, discuss like how they're feeling, ups and downs when it comes to business, life. Exactly. I say, listen, you almost have to have a delusional self-belief in yourself. To get where you need to be, right? You don't need to, you know, you need to harm other people when you're thinking about. It. When I really think about what I need to be, I have to be the number one fan of myself. Oh man, self motivation is so. Everybody and everything is gonna put doubt in your mind. Doubt is infectious. Yeah. And you just have to like block that doubt out. And you know, I may I have doubt in my mind all the time, but then I I work towards overcoming it. Work towards seeing the pause. Work towards thinking that. I can do this, you know, yeah. life is short, you know, I can, I can accomplish these goals. And I think part of what helps me with self-motivation is that whatever I'm doing, whatever problem I have, whatever task is before me, I break it into small, biteable chunks. Right. I don't overwhelm myself. Like, if I reflect on the things I've done in life and the business that I've started and the, and the things that I've acquired, it'd be overwhelming if someone told me, do this all over again. Right. To add it up in your head, it would feel yeah, crazy. It would feel crazy. Yeah. But I've done it over the years in chunks. And small little hits, small little accomplishments, small little goals. Even like with this podcast, how far it's grown. Yeah. We just take it one episode at a time and fill it out. And I think anytime is and, and also to what I like to do, another trick is I don't commingle issues to motivate. To, so because it, okay. it, it, it unmotivates you. Right. Everything is an independent event, not dependent on the other. And so that... You're not carrying baggage from one thing to another. No. motivating you because this other thing didn't work. Exactly. Exactly. And everything is an experience too. Yeah. Like you have to fail to succeed. Yes. You know what I mean? You have to learn to grow. You know, so you have to understand that these are all processes and steps in life. And if you've done everything, you've lived this life where you've had no big failures, no, you're not challenging yourself. Like, I mean, yeah. I was always that guy in high school. I am finding the prettiest girl, <laughs> the smartest girl. Yep. The most talented person, and that's who I'm going after. I'm, I'm, I'm tunnel blocked with everybody else. Right. Because that's where my focus is. I have to get, you know, to me it's like, why not start at the top, set yourself that high standard goal, and work towards that goal versus just settling? I, I love it. I got a little story time here. When I first moved to New York, right, I was working in Union Square on the street. I was one of those people... Uh, right before I started college, trying to get people to sign up to sponsor kids abroad. I remember. Yeah, right. So I'm walking around, hey man, you know, can you can you help the, you know sign up to help this kid in Guatemala, etc. There was a guy in the group who was this amazing seller, right? And I was struggling. You have to get three people to sign up with their credit card on the street. 
Looking wow. back, it's crazy to think people were doing it. Right. But you had to get a few people per day. And this guy was amazing. And he told me something I will never forget. I think this place is a self-motivation. And when you're asking for things and putting yourself out there, he said, some will, some won't. So what? Next. <laughs> and that's it. Because the truth is, it doesn't matter what happened. If You, you have to keep pushing through. Some will, some won't. Some if you don't believe, it's not going to happen. So what? Next. Love there, it. There you go. So I'm, I'm giving you some gems as well. Um, let's move on. <laughs> Back in the old school, you dropped the bomb. Now, that, 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 was, that was the new. That was the new. Keep that with you guys. I'm telling you, there are a lot of things, a big task that I have to take on sometimes. And you know, like you said, that doubt is not. You, doubt will exist. We're humans. Doubt happens. You can't. But don't let it overwhelm you. Don't let it. Don't overwhelm. let it overwhelm you. And know that if you don't believe in yourself, other people won't. The first step to success is self motivation. Moving on, finance skills. We get into some of the more practical things now. Budgeting and knowing how to keep track of your finances are essential for entrepreneurs. Small business owners need to be able to understand financial statements, which are records that hold the details of the business activities and its overall financial performance. Look, you're in business to make money. You're trying to grow. If you not don't have a handle on this stuff, no matter how motivated or how excited you are, you are going to catch yourself in trouble at some point. Oh my God. Managing the bottom line, managing the numbers of finance is so important. People overlook it. Right. Like I had a gentleman approach me about wanting to know if I want to invest in his pet business he wants to he has a mobile business so now he wants to open up more of a brick and mortar and you know to me not to say i wasn't interested but really truly i, I really wasn't interested but I, I i'm not a person of saying no i just give you i just ask questions right that so you kind of see where the person that lead about, you right? to say no or give you an assignment it's like okay put together okay it sounds great uh why don't you put together a business plan you right. know with the numbers and let me see how it flushes out he was like well, i just meet in person and talk i'm like i push back i'm like no you know, show me. I like to absorb. Show me the finance. Show me the numbers, and then we'll go from there. And I can tell he wasn't quantitative. He didn't have the numbers. He just had this idea, and figured he could just kind of wooze me with just telling me this great <laughs> idea. And a little background: I know already that his credit is shaky. I know he had a cell phone bill with somebody I know and didn't make payments. So to me, it was like you've already showed bad financial responsibility. Right, to trust you in a business sense when your well, personal and, life is already you could, yeah. you could sell out the pet spot it could sell out it could be lined up around the corner but if you're not managing the money correctly yes. it's all for nothing yep and that's what i'm thinking i'm not thinking you may be successful you may have a great but will you be able to manage the money will you be able to budget we'll be able to do these things that'll get me a return on my investment yep and that's what happens a lot of people they have these great ideas they have all these ways in which to think they're going to generate revenue business, but they don't know how to manage. And I'm all constantly juggling with my business. I'm constantly looking at. I look at my spreadsheet every day. It's it's on my phone. It's on my computer, and figure out, you know, making sure I'm falling within budget. Make sure I'm making certain financial goals. You have to. And if you're not good with numbers, then the entrepreneur business is is not for you. You have to really own and love numbers and get to and know your business from a quantitative perspective, not just a qualitative perspective. Yeah, listen, sales is just one part of it, right? You can sell a lot if you're not balancing your expenses, your revenue, your income, balancing all that together, you will be in trouble no matter how great the business is. And this brings me back and I give my man here some more props, something you told me once. You said you never hit a home run. No. Right? You said you all you were able to hit a bunch of singles. Right? You're able to get on base. You're able to just keep consistent, keep tracking, keep things going. You didn't need that multi-million dollar idea to blow up because you're right. consistent with all the ones. Right. Made. So from a baseball analogy, right, I'm never trying to hit it out the park. I yeah. think hitting it out the park, if anybody understands the game of baseball, it's a lot of risk, a lot of exposure. You're more than, you have a high probability of quote unquote striking out. 
yeah. <laughs> by trying to hit that ball out the park. So a smart hitter is always trying to stay, you know, hit consistent, wait for the right pitch, get to first base. Because from first base, you, you can make it to second base. From second, you can make the third and find your way home. Maybe the longer route, but it's a safer route. Swinging for the fences produces a lot of risk and make yourself vulnerable. Like, I don't believe one thing, one idea should take you out or should caterpillar you. It's a, right. it's a summation of events. And people that are approach me trying to hit that home run type business thing, it's usually never successful. In my years of life, I don't know anybody that's achieved success off hitting a home run. And I, and I think, especially in the community, a community of color, yeah. we're always, you know, because a lot of us come from impoverished beginnings, we're always looking for that quick fix out. Yeah, we are. We are. We're addicted to the home run, we, right? We're addicted to the home we run. We see the home run, too. You know, unfortunately, sometimes we look at some of the people who've been successful from our communities. We don't necessarily know the hard work they put in or the right. other, other small ventures. We just yeah. see the home run and say, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this Absolutely. one thing and blow up. And we, and we, 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 over, we forget the fundamentals. The fun, yeah. And anybody tries to bring it back to the fundamentals, you'll, you'll be the first to like fight against it. You'll right. be the first to rebuttal it. You know, like we forget like we need to go to batting practice. Yeah. We need to get a thousand pitches coming our way. They just want like, we, know, we need to get like, you know, <laughs> An education. We need right. to get a course in business. We need to get something to understand. We need to maybe, you know, the best, any business you want to do, I always recommend work for that company first. Love it. Learn yeah. from them. Learn their mistakes. Like my children, like I, I don't even want them to come directly work for dad. I'd rather them go make your initial mistakes yes. out there, you know, and then come back to me. It's almost like my son. He's getting his license. So he's like telling me, I'm telling him I'm going to get a, a used beat up car. And I said to him, you know, you know, I have a Tesla, but I wouldn't let you drive it. And he, and he goes, because it, and I said, why do you think I wouldn't let you drive it? And he's like, I don't know. I said, he goes, because it's new. You know, I said, you know, I, don't, I would never hold anything back for you. But I don't want my car to be your test pilot. Right. To ding it up, bang it up, screw it up. <laughs> and then, but also and not like, appreciate it. Right? Yeah. So then, yeah. to me, we'll know when you've become a good driver. Right. Where you know the angles of a car. You know how to check your mirrors. And once you learn those things, oh, you can have my car. You're more than welcome to drive yeah. it. You mentioned the fundamentals, Sean. That brings us to our next point. Something we brought up in the last show. We spoke about it a bit, but we spoke about it. We can repeat because we're driving messages home. This show is about driving messages home. It's a journey. It's a journey, 100%. Financial journey, life journey, recovering it all. Last time when we spoke about communication, which is our fourth point here, we spoke about it more in the context of two business partners being able to listen. You know, that is very important in this. But one thing when we talk about being an entrepreneur, really getting out there, we talk about negotiation, right? Confidence, networking. Right. You can't be a timid uh, person. You can't be a fly on the wall and make things happen. Correct. You have to be bold. You have to be able to stand See, up. You, you have to be bullish, up. confident in what you deliver and how you deliver. Like I, I was looking at some business plans because I'm trying to take my business to the next level and get serious fundings. And I was looking at Uber's business plan. I was right. looking at Airbnb's business plan. And there, it's, it's public information. For all those out there, you should actually Google and take a look at it. Yeah, some, some gems right here. Go check that out. Because it brought me confidence because I was like, their business plan was so simple. Right. It wasn't super high level. It was very easy to understand and comprehend. And I just thought of the presenter. The presenter that had to present these simple business plans had to have great negotiation skills. Yeah. Had to have great confidence in what he was living. Remember, he, like, like, let's take an example of Uber. You're changing a mind concept from people call, hailing a cab, taking a yellow cab, to now using your phone. And trusting. And trusting and just yeah. sitting in this, in the, coming to you. There's no conversation between you and the driver. That's a, whole, that's a revolutionary. Yeah. And for you to pitch that in 2008 
and get people to buy into it that most likely the people that came to your meeting, one of them took a regular cap taxi to this meeting. <laughs> yeah. You have to be bullish. You yeah, have to know how to yeah. negotiate. You have to make people see and understand what you're saying. Bring them to your world. Bring them to your level of understanding. Right. And the same thing with Airbnb. Like someone told me 30 years ago, you're going to stay at random, 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 axe murders. You can imagine all the pushback he got. Oh, they are going to stay at random people's houses. Yeah. And we're going to bring it all online. You imagine the pushback. Like axe murderers with kids buried in the basement. <laughs> I never know, man. You, you brought it up. And one thing I want to bring up with regards to communication, something you always harp on, the win-win, right? The idea when you're talking to someone, when you're talking to investors, networking, trying to get your idea across. Not just looking for yourself, but finding out where to meet that person on common ground. Give them something they want. Correct. In a way, make them think that they need this more than you do. Correct. Right? Correct. So Correct. the win-win, very important to get this done. Yeah, and, and being able to communicate in a way that you now they understand what you're trying to convey. And then also part of communication is listening to. Like yes. Being able to, to listen and listen to your audience. Because you like some people, they're so scripted. Right. Like we have these scripts, but it's they're just they're just leaders, they're guides. Like because some people are so scripted that they can't deviate beyond their script, and right. that makes them a bad listener. Yes. Someone tells you something, and now all of a sudden you're knocked it, off. They your pivot you. They pivot, it, and you don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. Now this plays into just continuing with this leadership skills, right? That that plays into communication, right? You gotta be able to lead. So strong leadership skills are essential for running a business. Your employees and coworkers will look to you for guidance. You gotta have the answers. If you don't have the answers, you gotta know how to communicate that and know how to find the answers. I, I wanna go back to my favorite movies, Pursuit of Happiness. I'm sure you've all seen Love it. Love that movie. What did he say? I remember when he, you know, he went up for the. Let's not mention the Star Wars name anymore. I don't know his name is. <laughs> 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 what we say, he said, listen, he said, William Smith. He said it though. I don't miss the, the man in the news now, but he said it. He said, you know what? I don't know the answer, but I will get it and come back to you. In my so, favorite leadership style and yeah. leaders that I love are humble leaders. There you go. Leaders that are able to like take a breath, look back, and just like I remember there was a friend of mine I used to work with him, Leo, and he had this power that we could be in a meeting. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. 
and he could say one sentence and change the whole dynamic of yeah. the meeting. And I love those teachable leaders. Yeah. Like that can not only lead, but can uh, give you great teachable moments where they add value to you and, they, and they're not trying to show they're the smartest. I don't think you have to be the smartest person in the room to be a good leader. 100%. You just have to be able to direct the audience, get the best out of the person that you're working on your team, and make them feel rewarded, make them feel like they want to give out their best. That's what I think a leadership does and humbly can do it without effort. 100%. I've heard this many times. I'm sure you have as well. The best leaders know how to hire the smarter people around them to get it done. They know how to lead. They don't think they're just the genius with everything in their head. Listen, Steve Jobs, all these guys that we kind of lionize and, 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 and boost up to this high level. You look at the people around them. You know, even Steve Jobs might have been a bit of an asshole here and there. But if you look at the people around him, they knew how to surround themselves with smart people. And a lot of times as well, people who keep them in check. Yeah. Right? Not necessarily someone who's just going to be a yes man. Because sometimes you need that. Hey, you know what? Maybe this isn't the right thing. And then humble leader, like you said, fits perfectly into that because like, they're willing to accept that. Absolutely. Criticism. And my favorite leader is actually Barack Obama. Okay. Because Barack. you know Barack, you know, he's Columbia, Harvard educated. He's had, a, you know, a, he, he's, he's brilliant. But the way he communicates, the way he talks to you, he doesn't intimidate you. Yeah. He makes you feel comfortable. And I had the privilege of meeting Barack Obama, my kids and I, and my son's mother. We had a 45-minute exclusive meeting with Barack Obama. And the way he was engaged in our conversation, the way he was paying attention, and the it was more based on my kids. It was their thing, not mine. So he would ask, he asked the right questions. And one thing he did as a great leader, his office was like, we were sitting in his waiting room, right. and his office is like about, you know, about 15 yards from the waiting room. And in most cases, what would happen, you know, your assistant would come tell you and bring you right. to his office. I'm sitting there, we're sitting there waiting, waiting, yeah. and we just see this almost like TV character, like, slowly walking, like emanating off him. slowly walking towards us yeah, and coming out to greet us. And to me, that's a sign of a great leader because it showed right away he was setting the stage that this is going to be a nice, casual, fun, engaging meeting and don't feel intimidated because he didn't have to come out and greet us. Yeah. He could have brought, had his secretary bring us into his office. He's sitting in the back of his desk and we speak. And we, but the way he took the minute, the time to come out and greet us and take us, escort us into his office showed me what type of leader that man is. Love it. Shout out to Barack Obama. Let's move on. He, he had to deal with this, Mr. Obama, time management. <laughs> I was on time for that. Now, obviously, time management, a huge skill here. This goes for life, but obviously in entrepreneurship, you have to be on point. There are only 24 hours in a day, but that's the same time that everyone we look up to had as well. They were able to manage their time, they get stuff done. There's all these little tips and tricks you know, to managing your time well, but without doing that, regardless, you're always going to be running around like a chicken with your head cut off. I hate excuse people. Okay. Like, I don't, and I teach my kids, like, do not give me excuses. You're, you show up. Yeah. Simple. Manage your time, allocate your resource, and show up. No one partner, employee, business-wise, like, nobody cares about what you have going on. 100%. Nobody cares about your personal problems. You know, everybody's got problems. Everybody's got it. You show up. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> no, it's, it's, okay, like even with us doing this podcast together, we have a million things going on in our lives, but we show up. Yeah, everyone has problems, but it's what you prioritize, right? Your priorities show in how you use your time. And people can tell where they match up in your priority list 
based on how you're using your time. You earn success by how well you manage a thing called life. If you mismanage life and you misallocate, because we all have problems. I can live you my laundry list of problems, (laughs) but how you manage and juggle those problems to achieve your goals is what's going to prove your success. Because people my age will then tell you the reasons why they didn't oh, I had this going on, I had this happen. That's what I call life. Yeah, that's, that's, that's normal. That's life. That's normal. It's not a clear path. Yeah. Like, we're in school and you're in high school. You think it's just a clear path. I'm going to keep doing this. I can't wait to finish school because then I'm going to just go achieve greatness. But there is this thing that comes up that we call life. Yep. That you have to know how to navigate and stay on course. Let's move on. Sales. So this ties into kind of some of the stuff you spoke about before, communication and leadership. Sales is the bread and butter of your business. If you're not able to reach out and sell your product or service, you're out of business. Who's going to listen to you if you can't sell it? Right now, you've been a big sales guy. Have you developed different skills over the years? What have you learned about yourself? Well, in terms of I sales? love this one because it comes down to people like people have these great ideas and I'm just listening sometimes and sometimes they're so finite they're so niche like right. who is your audience you know what I mean like, like one person in the corner yeah. of that apartment might buy my products every day I met with a, a millionaire and he made a simple thing I'll never forget if you can't count a million you can't make a million you know like, right? yeah. like, like, like let's talk about your business model you know Terrence has a family business called Island Burger and it's more catered towards the Caribbean population and it's Burgers and sandwiches, but it was such a niche, smart business because in the Caribbean community, we're used to the jerk chicken, the roti, the oxtails. Yep. But w- when you go home to the Caribbean, they sell burgers on the streets, on the sidelines, and everything like that. And I was like, you found something that we loved that was just being underrepresented, oh, especially in America, obviously. right? Yep, yep. And then, especially in America, and then you and then you went with it, and it just created a huge following because it was like you're satisfying this need. Like I can get a Caribbean style burger now, you know, like yeah. that. I, I don't have to order rice and peas for lunch, you know. So <laughs> it's about finding that audience in that market and knowing like what problem are you solving for that audience, right? If your business does not solve a problem, then you don't have a business. <laughs> well said. And branding is a big part of this, right? Branding is a big part of sales. You need to ensure that every product or service your business provides is tailored right for your customer and customized for your business. As that glorious example he just brought up. I did my guy. I don't know what accent that was, Sean. We've opened your Caribbean car right now. Let's move on. You got to take risks like that accent that Sean just did. You have to be able to take risks to get to where you are. You can't just play it safe. Taking risks is an essential part of living a fulfilling life that goes beyond business, right? I look back in my life and everything I achieved and everything I was excited about, everything I'm proud of, I was nervous about before it happened. Absolutely. I Absolutely. I, I 100% agree with what you're saying. That's a key ingredient to success is, you know, taking risk. When I look back on my life, you know, when I first moved to New York from Canada, my mother cried and cried and cried. She did not want me to leave. She's like, I have this basement apartment for you. You have it hooked up. Everything you're working as a bank teller. You just graduated. You're going to move up the you bank. You just gone to safe route. Right. And okay. I was just, I felt that where I lived in Canada, Ottawa, was I was a big fish in a small pool. Right. And I felt like New York was a place for me to prove that I can move amongst the big fishes. And that was a risk. You know, all my friends were going to Toronto, working on the equivalent of Wall Street, which is Bay Street in Toronto. And I was just like, I'm going to New York, not knowing anybody, and I'm going to find my way. And it was risky. You know, I took the initial salary cut that I could have been getting had I played the safe route in Canada. But um, I think with risk comes rewards. 
you know, I, I've loved the network that I've built in New York and the opportunity that's presented for me. And I continue to take risk. I continue to take manageable risk. Right. I, I'm not putting all my cards on one table and losing that hand and then I'm, then I'm done. But I'm taking calculated risk. I'm looking at my exposure, but I'm making sure that I'm always hedging myself too. That's, there's a lot that goes in with that, yeah. but it still comes down to being able to take, continue to take risk. Yeah, and I love that you brought up, you know, mitigating the losses of some of these risks and making sure you make smart, calculated risks. But I will say this about a lot of risk in general, guys. Most of the time, especially for us, even younger people in America, a lot of these risks that we're debating in our heads are not nearly as risky as they seem. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. You can bounce back all you can bounce back from so many things. How many times has something been in your life? This is just beyond even business. And you thought it was gonna be the biggest thing ever. Three months later, you barely remember it and you can't believe you were so worked up about it. So you're working in business, you see opportunities, especially if you're younger, take a chance. Right? You're probably not mortgaging your entire future on one thing. Take a chance, the only way you're gonna be successful and get to that next level. We got a couple more points. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey, man. That's the ups and downs are part like of it. I used to tell my mom all the yeah. time, like, you know, you don't wanna buy a lot of chicken. I was like, I'd rather earn a million than win a million. Oh, oh, I love it. The journey is great. The journey is great. That's what you learn. You make people. You, they, you learn. You meet people. You go through experience. It makes you stronger, better, yeah. wiser. If you just won the money, you would, you would have no learnings. I'm Give us the number ten now. We're at right, number ten. On. Yeah. So how to delegate? This goes into leadership, right? You can't do everything yourself. Knowing how to delegate tasks and responsibilities are a key skill for any leader. The ability to divide individual duties, consider others' strengths and weaknesses, and hold hold people accountable is essential. For becoming exactly where I want to be, an entrepreneur running a business, you got to be able to. Delegate. Yeah, you have to, you know, understand and you know that you're looking for, out for the betterment of the business. Yes. And sometimes you have to make hard decisions. You have to be direct. You have to be, you know, to, as a matter of fact. You know, you may some people may be offended, but if you know where it's coming from and it's not personal, you'll be all right. I mean, I've had to let people go, fire people, so forth. And it's not personal. It's just that it's just for the betterment of the business. Yeah. And so people will get it. Yeah. So I always say, you know, if you want to deliver bad news, you deliver to the point, direct, matter of fact. Yeah, absolutely. And, but, you know, you have, that's what a leader does. You know, I remember when I worked in, on, for Chase Bank and my boss, his name was Tony, great guy. He'd always tell me he doesn't know how much higher he can climb because he's too nice a guy. Ah, he admitted it. <laughs> yeah. And if you learn about corporate structure and moving up and even business, there's a part of you, like we use our favorite word, it has to be an asshole. You got to be cutthroat. Yeah, you got to be cutthroat. Yeah. And part of you has to be that person. And people respect. And those are people that get hired. Those are people that can lead. You know, being the nicest person in the office does not get you ahead. It just makes you the nicest person in the office. Right. <laughs> the one yeah. they want to dump everything on to do. Let's, yeah. let's, let's move on. Let's get the final point here. Um, we've been dropping gems. Well, this is a bonus. This is a bonus. All right. Uh, we well, did our 10 already. We, we already 10. You're right. Anyway, so let's, let, let's do our bonus. We usually always give out a bonus. Be able to handle stress and pressure well. Stress and pressure will come. So not, not going to come. Don't, don't think it's not going to happen. No matter how great you think things are going, something's going to pop up. And so much, as much as we say this, I'm going to say it again. Being able to handle stress and pressure. I've seen so many people start business, a great idea, whatever, work-related, and they can't handle stress. You know, there's many things you can do. I, for one, like I said, me getting away three or four days out of every month right. refreshes me, regenerates me. I still do work sometimes when I'm away, but I'm, I'm, I'm in a different environment, it's a, different, a, a different pace. A different mindset. You know, like when I'm outside of New York, I don't have to be driving everywhere. I'm not meeting people. It's a different pace, you yeah. know? And then 
I find things that I do like when I when I wind out my day around 10 11 at night you know either I'm reading something or my TV is on and I'm more like just staring at it and just diffusing right engulfing myself in a good episode engulfing myself in a good news whatever but I'm taking myself out of whatever day-to-day stress I have and engulfing myself in that moment and that thing to diffuse to unwind yeah. to relax you know and then Exercise. I mean, we can't talk enough about exercise. Oh, man, you could go in on that. I think one thing that you, I love that you're harping on here is, I think a lot of people, when they think of stress and pressure, they think, okay, when the stressful thing happens, what do I do? But when I think of stress and pressure, it starts from before that. You have to build, your body's a temple, right? Your mind is a temple. Wow, you have to already build a solid foundation. So yeah. when these things come in, they don't shake your core, right? It's not, you can't have a shaky core, a shaky foundation, then get exactly. stressed and somehow handle it well, right? You know exactly. I mean? And that's why I run on Sundays, because to me, that's a restart. Like my mind is, I'm taking out the old, clearing and make a way for the new yep yep because running clears your mind so i'm like i'm clearing all that stress that junk in the back of my head and i'm getting it out in that run and so i'm coming into this week clear-minded clear-headed ready not to move backward but to move forward 100 percent. listen uh meditation self-care crucial and love 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 this this is such a good love love love. i love it i love love it all right let's wrap it up let's wrap it up they've heard us talk a long time here we've broken down the 10 things you need to be a successful entrepreneur and a bonus 11 point as well um listen a lot of skills here a lot of things that are more practical a lot of things that are kind of more realistic when you're kind of thinking about how you live your life but sean any final uh takeaways enjoy the journey live your life you know, achieve greatness. Like, don't be scared of success. People are scared of success. Yeah. If yeah. you have a business idea and you've done the things that we just mentioned, you've found out who your audience is, you've, you're solving a problem, you figure out how your sales are going, you're good at managing money, go for it. It's just life. Make sure the people that are pushing, because you always need a team, like I have Terry's on my team, <laughs> that they have your same mindset. And if not, yeah. you got to get rid of the naysayers. You gotta move to the side. You gotta brush them off. You'll suck your energy. You'll suck your energy. You'll you'll spend your time debating with a naysayer. God, We've all been there. They break you down to their level and beat you with experience. (laughs) I'm out, Terry. I'm out. Two black guys who get credit. Remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. I'm Sean, the better half of two black guys with good credit. Your money is your money. Like I always say, keep it in your damn pocket, people, and I'm out. Peace. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.